Good morning, everybody. 99 Jams, Miami's number one for hip-hop and R&B. It's your girl, Super Cindy. Happy Sunday. Welcome to Community Matters. You know how Community Matters goes down. We give you all the resources, numbers that you or a loved one or a friend or a family member, they can use. And if you miss anything, you can always head over to our website at 99jamsmiami.com. And the interviews are there later today. So you can always check it out there. So this morning... We are here hanging out with representatives from Children's... Wait, I'm, I'm already messing up, guys. Sorry. Um, we have representatives from Voices for Children. And we have Miss Alicia Curtis, who is the Children's Needs... Wait. Children's, that's a tongue twister. Children's <laughs> Needs Program Manager. Good morning, Alicia. Good morning, Super. How are you, Mama? I'm blessed. Thank you so much for having us this morning. Thank you. Yes, and we also have Patty Villa, who's the Director of External Affairs. Good morning, Patty. Good morning. Thank you for having us. No worries. So, what exactly, just short, um, what is Voices for Children? What exactly is that? So Voices for Children started about over 30 years ago. Mm-hmm. We are the support system for kids in care. We help support the Guardian Ad Litem program, mm-hmm. um, basically which gives every child that enters care a guardian that helps them support in court so they don't get lost in the court proceedings when they go to court and understand the verbiage of what's happening with their cases. Mm-hmm. They help give them love and guidance and support, and we help support that. Um, in different, many different ways between um, food and clothing, from dignity items, basic needs, anything that a child is in need of, we come through and we are solid at what we do. I know that's right. And when you say children, what is the age? Newborn so yep, to we're dealing 18? With, yep, from 0 to um, 18 years old. Mm-hmm. And then we also help our independent living program, um, which is 18 to 24. So the aged out. Yep, the aged out youth. So And when you say care, I'm sorry to interrupt mm-hmm. you, I have so many questions. No, no. When you say care, that's foster care system? Like, yes. But we don't like calling it that. No, yeah. We just say children in care because um, we don't want them to be labeled as a foster kid. Um, And many of our kids, you know, they go to dance. um, They go to dances and they go to baseball teams. They're on. They're at the same school as your kids, right? We try to give them normalcy as much as possible. So that's really big for us. Yeah, no labels over here. That's right. (laughs) (laughs) So let's talk about it. So in South Florida, and I'm sure around the world, Mm -hmm. um, children in care is a big issue because there's not enough people to care for the children that are in care. When it comes to children in care, how do they end up in care? Like, where where are they, like, coming from? Is it that a parent passed away? Are they incarcerated? Abuse? Like, what is the... Right. So, all of the majority of our kids come into abuse, abandonment, and neglect. Mm. They come in from all different backgrounds, nationalities. Um, Of course, Miami-Dade is a multicultural pot, so we have kids from all different backgrounds, nationalities, Mm -hmm. um, and they enter the foster care system. Our idea is to place them in a foster care home, um, but they end up getting placed in shelters or they go to family, which is, let me tell you, working at Voices, I, I, I'm, I'm really big on family, Super. You know me. Family, yes. it's, if you don't got family supporting you, you don't hmm. really have nothing. And you don't have to be blood to support each other. Yeah, you can be friends is, that become yeah. family. Mm-hmm. Um, and so a lot of our families that take in our kids um, from saving them from the system is amazing. You know, instead of letting them go into the system of care, which is going into a shelter, um, and they save them from that, which, which means is basically you have auntie, you know, her sister had something going on or she got very ill, fell ill to any kind of illness, and now her kids need someone to take care of. So instead of them mm. going into the foster care system, the aunt would decide, hey, you know what, I, I'm not doing the best, but I can I can, I can, can share a little bit more. I my niece or and nephew I, Exactly. Going. So mm-hmm. she'll take, 
take it upon herself along with her kids and she'll take three siblings in. So then we step in to help with the support of that. So we give them food, we give them clothing, um, we give them public gift cards um, for food, we give them clothing for like Old Navy, um, we help buy them shoes, we give them dignity items. I mean, like we the, try to the be bare that necessities exactly. that they need that we right. take for granted because we're just going around. Even a pair of socks makes these kids happy. Mm. So, I mean, and that's another thing that uh, that Patty and I love. So, at Voices, we have something called a comfort closet. Mm-hmm. And this comfort closet is basically, it's so funny. I always say it's like Toys R Us threw up because it's this huge closet, right? Mm-hmm. And it's labeled with different age groups and um, for girl or boy. And we have toys. We have, we have one whole side is just for basic needs, shampoos, conditioners, combs, mm. brushes, and girl, I'm talking about the good brushes and the good hair stuff. Because <laughs> you know our kids will be like, um, miss, I am not using this dollar store stuff. <laughs> and they know it really good. They're like, uh-uh, nope, that lotion's from the Dollar Tree, ma'am. I need some actual cocoa butter. <laughs> They're like, uh, miss, you know, we're a little brown again. We need some actual cocoa butter. <laughs> so, you know, we have this closet, and when they come in, sometimes the gal will bring them in, which is amazing, because we love, we want to show our kids that we're going to support you. Whatever you need, if you're a foster parent can't give it to you, or if your auntie can't give it to you or grandma can't give it to you we're we're gonna try to step in and do our best to mm. you know, we're like that rich auntie and uncle yes, you know what i'm saying girl yes. <laughs> so we step in and that comfort closet so each kid they get a big duffel bag mm-hmm. and and in this duffel bag we have personal hygiene kits right shampoos conditioners washcloth we have a pillow which i love every child gets a brand new pillow from us so mm. that no matter where they go they take this pillow and they lay their head to know that they're loved and that they're cared for mm. so it's that's their pillow yes and, and, it, and our kids are so funny because when they unwrap it, they're like, Miss, for real, I can get to keep this pillow. And I'm like, yes, this is your pillow. And they're like, y'all going to take it when I leave? I'm like, no, this is your pillow, baby. You can have this. So, yeah, I love our comfort closet. It's it's so cool. How do... How do the children that end up with Voices for Children mm-hmm. end up with Voices for Children and not another... So... I don't want to say the word foster. I'm trying to find yeah. um, another care center. Is that the Well, word? so Voices like, for Children, so we support the guardian at litem. So oh, all the okay. kids that come to care, they go into a lead agency, mm-hmm. and then those lead agencies will place them either in a licensed care home or they'll place them in a shelter that has availability. The goal is always to put them in a home and mm-hmm. not a shelter because if you think of a foster care shelter, mm-hmm. right, a foster home, which is like any group home, you have kids from different backgrounds, different traumas. They're thrown into this house, and they're all mixed staff, together, all mixed not together. separated based on exactly. Need so then, or, exactly. Mm. So you have a kid that's experienced neglect, then you have a kid that has behavioral issues, and then you don't want that kid that experienced neglect to be with another kid that had behavioral issues and no, doesn't know how to cope, and they're being stuck together. Then he feels bullied. He feels, you know. Yeah. So our goal is always to try to, you know, make sure. Well, not our goal, but you know, the foster care system yeah. is always trying to make sure we place them with the family. Because, you know, if you think of children, children need stability, right? They need consistency. They need to see the same face when they wake up and when they go to sleep. And that was one of the ki- things that one of the kids told me. He said, you know, miss, I'm not the best kid in the world, but I would like to wake up to the same lady every morning, go to bed every night. And for me, that's both volumes, you know, because they're such, I mean, they're such amazing kids. Like, and I know that society doesn't help portray. Like, when you look at these movies about foster, foster kids, mm-hmm. they're like misbehaved kids or they're Thugs like, yeah, exactly. Whatever. Oh, they're not going to listen. They're defiant. But if you think about any adult in your life right now, and all of us have experienced some kind of trauma in our life, whether it might be big to you or small, we've experienced it. And some of us are still dealing with that past trauma. Never got help for it. Never got help for it. We're just trying to find our way through life. So imagine Mm -hmm. being a kid where you can't ask for help. See, as adults, we can seek therapy. We can ask friends for advice. We can take classes. We can go to church. These Mm -hmm. kids have to depend on staff for everything. Mm -hmm. And if they had that one person, and we have some amazing staff that do work with the kids, which 
kudos to you guys. You guys are amazing. Thank you for doing what you do. But they need consistency. They need to know that they are going to go to that same home every day and wake up every morning to that same face. Um, so that's that's really big. So what us, what we do is we help support the Guardian at Lighten program, mm-hmm. um, which basically gives a guardian, which is like a mentor. It's like... Um, it's like that go-to person in your life, right? And this person, they they go and visit you. They go and make sure the kid is okay if there's anything that the child needs. Mm-hmm. They go to court with that child, which is super important, right? Because I'm 36 years old, girl. I go to court. I don't know what they're talking about. I don't know the verbiage. And I don't know the language. A kid right. So imagine himself. a kid exactly. So this mm-hmm. person goes to court. They speak up on the child's behalf. They are the voice for that child, um, which means a lot because. A, no one is speaking up for these kids. So to have a guardian say, hey, no, actually, he's not comfortable being there. And this is happening to him. And he's mm. been saying it, but no one's listening. So I'm here to tell you on his behalf that we need to make a change to better him. If you want him to do better, let's put him in a better surrounding. And that like that in itself is like, OK, I might not be in a foster house right now or with the right person right now, but I have someone for me that's speaking up on my behalf. And our guardians are amazing. Girl, when I tell you they are working beyond hours, um, they, our kids call them. They answer the phone at any time, which is, a you know, it's a big yeah. deal. You know, you have kids that's being removed out of a home and being p- taken to another home or being placed in a group home. They'll call their guardian and their guardian actually answers at like midnight because they want to make sure that they're OK and they calm mm-hmm. them down. So that that means a lot to me, too, as a mom, too, you know? Yeah, that is so awesome. And what about, like, I, I know in the past, because you have—the I the mm-hmm. way I met you is that you worked at a, a different— um, Yeah, group home. Group home. Yeah. And I'm, like, so afraid to say the wrong word. <laughs> I'm like, that, that place. Um, and— I've known you for like a good over five years, yeah. right? I've yeah, known we you go for a back, minute. Girl. Yeah, we go yeah. back, girl. We friends. And um, you've always been like an advocate for the foster care system, yeah. getting foster parents to get involved, people yeah. to become foster parents, yeah. and all of that. Where does your passion come from for this? You're a mom yourself, yeah. and. Like where? You, you know, I, I think it was the way I was raised. So my grandmother's Lebanese, right? Mm-hmm. And she's really big on family. Mm-hmm. Um, when she came here from Lebanon, they moved to Detroit and all they had was each other. It was her and her seven siblings and mom and dad. Her mom passed away young and her dad was very big on helping the community. Mm-hmm. He owned a little um, deli in Detroit and there were so many parents that would come to him and they didn't have enough to buy food. And so he would always tell my my grandmother, hey, you have the specialist, get the specialist out, let's write it out for them. And then he would also like just donate meat to the, the families mm-hmm. once a week and then on Christmas he would do like a big celebration where he would just give tons of food to the community. Yeah. And and then my grandmother, she just always, you know, put it on all of us that we're here to take care of each other. No matter what religion you are, whoever you pray to, the universe or whatever, we're here to take care of each other and to love on each other. And if we can work together, we can conquer anything and everything. That we are not this—yes, we're divided by nationalities, but we are the human race. And it's yes. up to us to take care of we're each other. So we I all think, have beating hearts. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I think even just me starting in the group home setting and realizing one night that— God definitely had a plan for me. And I think once you learn your purpose in life, you you are so passionate about it and you walk in your purpose. Like, girl, can't nobody tell me I got the best job ever. Like, <laughs> I get to speak up for kids who are so vulnerable and who are so worthy of love. Mm-hmm. And they are amazing kids. And I always tell people, yeah, you can donate, right? You can throw some money to us. and But let me show you what your money can do. And mm-hmm. that's where when you hit people in the heart and they actually see it, it, it's, it makes a huge impact. 
And I think some people just need to stop and just look around. I think with life, and especially Miami living, Mm -hmm. we get so busy with life that we don't stop to just smell the roses. And it's super important. Like, you know, for instance, family, right? There's hardly ever—nobody is having family reunions, right? But whenever there's a funeral, everybody shows up for a funeral. And Mm -hmm. Exactly. So that's the family reunion. But why not celebrate each other while we're here? Let's take care of each other while we're here right now on this earth. We want our flowers now, not when we're dead. (laughs) So I think if we appreciate each other and just love on each other a lot more, I think that's where my passion comes from. Oh, that is so cool. Thank you. And so where is um, this—where is Voices for Children located? Is it like an actual building or what is it? So we're located in downtown Miami in the 601 building. Um, If you're a guardian or if you would like to become a guardian um, and get involved with us, please call my number. I can give you my number. It's 305-850-5162. You can visit our website at www.bavoice, that's B-E-A, voice.org. And all like the information that is there. Right? Be a voice. <laughs> Be it's a like voice real simple. Or, straight to I the point. I can't believe that was available. Well, you guys have <clears throat> been around for a long time, so. Yep. As, um, so, yeah. So, that was always, uh, that's another thing I was going to ask you about. If someone's interested in being a guardian yeah. or getting involved, like, is there rules, criteria? Do they have to be a certain age? Do they have to be married, single? Like, so, our guardian rules? supervisor, she's amazing. She mm-hmm. would, um, when you guys give me a call or you just go to our website, it's a link that you'll, you'll it'll take you to the another website you mm-hmm. fill out all the information there and you'll be contacted and then you go from that point but um it's not as hard as people make it seem um I, we have so many people that do it. we have teachers we have lawyers we have attorneys we have mentors um we have some very up people that i can't really say mm-hmm. that do it and they're amazing at it um but anybody can be a guardian like it's it's a great it's a great way to want to give, especially if you're considering, like, maybe you want to foster or you just want to know more about the foster care system. Becoming a guardian and being a voice for a child in care can help prepare you for that. Do, if you become a guardian, does that necessarily mean that the child lives with you? Like, that that's what that, that's what comes with being a guardian? No, or? absolutely not. No, unless oh, you want okay. to be a foster parent and sign up to oh, be a foster parent. Oh, there's a difference parent. between a guardian and a no. foster parent. Yes, yeah, so a guardian oh, okay. at Lightum uh-huh, is basically your mentor. So oh, say okay. if we have three siblings that come into care— um, we want to make sure that these siblings don't get lost in the court system or just child welfare system in itself. So we we place a guardian with this family. They follow them throughout the whole time. Mm. Um, they check in with them three or four times a month. They're calling them. They're doing FaceTime with them. They go to court mm. um, appearances yeah. with them. I would even wouldn't even say three or four times a month. They're always with the kids. So and sometimes mm. the the guardians actually go pick them up on the weekend to mm. take them out to the park to That's help grandma cool. out because yeah. we have a lot of grandmas and they're amazing. Mm. Who don't know their that grandma? Are, that are like the, mom, the parents. The, yes, and we know it, especially in our mm. community that grandma is like she keeps everything together. She is the the glue to the puzzle. Yes, and a lot of people, you know, have I was. You know, my mom was in my life. She was super busy working and taking care of our family. But mm-hmm. my grandma is the one who really instilled a lot in me yeah. and helped my mom out. So if anybody knows, Abuelita is the one who gets it done, For right? For real. <laughs> like Abuela's grandmothers. Listen. I always said, because I lost my grandmother in 2019, and that yeah, was devastating yeah. to me. So my whole thing is my memory of my grandmother was always, like, my biggest supporter. Yes. Like, and I always tell people, if you did not grow up or weren't, weren't, 
fortunate enough to, to have a grandparent in your God. life, yeah. there is no love like a grandparent's love. love. Oh it's my just God. different. It's like an unconditional love different it, it, from a parent. It, it, I can't yeah. explain it, yeah. but that's what yeah, it is. It, yeah, it's something you just can't explain. Exactly. It's so funny because my mom says, you know, I thought being a mom was so cool, Alicia, but girl, being a grandma is so... Oh, you sent like, right home to their mom. That's what she said. <laughs> oh my gosh, she literally said that. She's like, I get to love on them, and then when they get annoying, girl, I get to send them home. I was like, wow. I just found all the truth out about you, Patty. <laughs> okay. For real, for real. So let's talk about this. You just came back from dropping off kids at summer camp Buffalo yes. Cove. Tell us how that went and oh what that gosh. is, and let's so, talk about it. That was super fun. Let me tell you. So we took 10 of our youth, ages 10 to 11, to um, Buffalo Cove, which is a camp in North Carolina. Mm-hmm. It's two hours away from Charlotte. And one, let me tell you guys, if you have a kid or you know children right now, and some of us adults, we're addicted to our phones. <laughs> so these kids did not know that their phones are going to be taken away. Mm, They'll get them passed back. Off yes, right now, that, now, listen, that, I said, literally, you guys are going to love it. I like fed them all this great positive stuff. And then I say, at the end, I'm like, listen, y'all phone's going to be taken away. I'm just letting you know now. And they're like, miss, are you serious? They're like, well, we kind of figured that because you guys kept talking about nature and then we don't really, <laughs> we city kids, we don't really like nature like that. I'm like, oh, y'all going to learn to love it, right? But um, so they got on the plane and let me tell you super it was the most funniest thing we had them all the way in the back of the plane because we didn't want to disturb everybody and um, when the plane went to take off girl they all started screaming because they never some of these kids never Never been been on a roller coaster so so imagine just loud noise and the plane just lifting up in the air oh my god it was hilarious and some of the passengers were a little annoyed but once I explained that you know this is their first time ever flying that then they you know they they were excited for them so how long are they there for for a week Okay. For one week. So they're going to experience camping in the woods. They're going to experience building campfires, fishing, um, sleeping in sleeping bags, building so cool. stuff, just hands-on activities. So, Taking so them back cool. to the basics. <laughs> like when I was in the, um, I think it was like the seventh or eighth grade, I'm diabetic. So my mom sent me to a diabetic camp. Uh-huh. Like a, a, I think it was a Diabetes Association of America or whatever. Uh-huh. They had a camp in upstate New York. What? And I went to it. And boy, on that bus leaving, I was boo-hoo crying. Then on the way back, I was boo-hoo crying because I didn't want to leave. leave. Yeah. I'm like, no, I don't want to go back to Queens now. <laughs> but it, like, it's a the kids don't experience. get it. Yeah. But once you get there and you meet who you're cool with, yeah. and then you're there in the yep. trees and the benches and <laughs> swimming in a lake with... Little, little snakes. Thing. I didn't even know how to swim, and I was in there like uh, trying, trying to keep afloat. Yeah, I didn't even care. I was like jumping in with yeah. frogs and stuff. Never imagined I would yeah. do that. You see, so, and, and, yeah. and like you said, at the end you were crying because you didn't want to leave. Yeah, it's so an experience I'll never for forget. Trust yes. me, because I haven't forgotten. Yeah. So, Patty, you are here to talk about Blue Mission. What exactly is Blue Mission? Blue Mission is an organization that takes um, people down to the Dominican Republic to mm-hmm. build water systems. What? It when is, you say people, what people are you well, talking? About? They we're taking kids. They take mm-hmm. high school kids, but oh, they've cool. expanded, and now they're taking teams of um, companies oh. because you know te- different companies want to do uh, team building. Yeah, and, and so a and lot volunteering of and volunteering and, and yeah. all of that. So now they're associated with that too. So we are just so excited, Alicia and I. We're going to be going uh, with three other chaperones, and it's going to be a fantastic opportunity for us to oh, cool. really showcase the kids to living in El Campo. Yeah. you know, for eight days. And building this system, yes. So they're building a water system for an area that is 
has no water system, no, no water. plumbing, basically, no, no plumbing, flushing nothing. toilets, showers, no, nothing, no. nothing. Yes, it's gonna not be even an, one faucet, and they don't even have. We're not gonna have access to the phones there either. Yeah, that's good. This is good. You don't we're, know what happened with Beyonce <laughs> and the tour or nothing. But I, you know, I wanted to take this opportunity, mm-hmm. and for me on this personal journey, yes. is to sit down with the kids, look at the stars in the evening, and and just ask them, what is your dream? What is it that you want to do in life? Because these kids are coming from really hard circumstances. Mm -hmm. But what we want to do is educate them and say, listen, it doesn't matter what your circumstance is. If you have a dream or you have a goal, you can go for it and you can achieve what you want in life. Mm -hmm. So we're going to be doing a lot of bonding um, in the evenings. And especially we're going to do bonding with the children in El Campo. Mm -hmm. Because these kids only have maybe 10 cents a day that they live on. Mm -hmm. And uh, we're going to be to see that Mm -hmm. it's going to be very impactful. Yeah. You know one thing about the islands, because I'm Dominican yes, and I'm Haitian. Yep. I've been to both islands. When the sun goes down, it is pitch, pitch black, black dark. You won't even be able to see your hand in front. So if I'm th- assuming the area that you guys are going to to build the water system, the sun is going to come up early. You'll probably hear a rooster or two yep. or I don't know what. And then when the sun sets, it is like from... you. Night Snap your finger night to day and just time to go to bed or yeah. light a fire and sit there and talk. Well, yeah. that's so. why we're, they're preparing uh, care packages for us. Yeah. And in the cool. care package, we're going to have... Uh, Yes, flashlights. The, the flashlights. Yeah. Oh, cool, cool, Because cool. it's going to be, yeah, the, um, the electrolytes. It's definitely going to be a culture shock be. It's going to be an incredible experience. Yeah. It's going to be something it. like they've never seen before. To sit in silence. Yes. yes. No that's, noise except a cricket or a frog no. chirping or something. Right. And, yeah. and the person that started this organization, mm-hmm. when he started it, he was 18 years old. He went wow. down on a mission yes. trip, and his name is Danny. He realized, and he already came and met the foster kids, mm-hmm. and he realized that he wanted to do something for the community. And he started this 10 years ago. How awesome. If someone wants to, like, go on a mission, like, do they have to pay to be involved? Is it donations? Like, how does they, that work? Well, they're a nonprofit, mm-hmm. so they obviously they, they, they take up yeah, um, donations. donations mm-hmm. But it, they also take, you know, these groups, like the companies that want to go and do the team building. So I tell everyone, go check them out, bluemissions.org, mm. uh, because Danny and Cheeky are absolutely yeah. incredible humans. Their staff is incredible, and uh, it's going to just be an educational experience, experience yeah. for all of us. I mean, I was telling Alicia that we're going to do so much bonding ourselves yeah. among our yes. team because it's four of us um, from mm-hmm. Voices for Children that are going to be chaperoning the 20 kids. It's super mm-hmm. cool. Like a, in a workplace, you have the stresses of your work environment right. and life and whatever. You guys separate, go home, and probably don't see each other on the weekend. Right. Then you come back and work together. Sorry. That would be like an awesome trip to build something. Yeah, be in an uncom- It might be an uncomfortable situation because we're not used to like just being in dead silence we're so spoiled (laughs) with gadgets and flushing toilets and imagine not having any of that and just sitting still and being amongst each other well everyone that i've talked to that has done the mission Mm -hmm. says that it's life-changing yeah that it's like a reset you know you come back and you appreciate more the things that you have Hmm. and there's even one person i haven't met her but she's done a mission trip with blue mission 43 times Oh wow! And we have actually, right? and we have a staff member actually that's coming with us. This will be her third time, huh. and everybody just Ooh. kind of gets addicted, you know, to the purpose, to helping yeah. people that are less fortunate 
within us. Mm-hmm. Um, and they even helped back in the day. Danny, this is how it all started. When he built that, that first water system at 18, mm-hmm. he was able to help a young lady go to law school. Because wow, what we looking. were talking about earlier yeah. was that the kids have to walk three hours one way and three yeah. hours back in order to bring the water mm-hmm. to a, to a campo. Mm-hmm. So now with us going down there, our group, and building this system. That cuts the time. Yeah. Cuts right? the time. And now they can attend school. And like so then Blue Mission be. goes to a different area that needs help. Like yep. They just find an area. That's so cool. Yeah. You know, it's like our kids, are they're super excited. <laughs> when we did the... When we did the 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 whole interview with them and we showed them the video, it was so funny because they were like, um, "Miss, so there's no AC, right?" <laughs> and then one of our kids is like, "Miss, do you see all it is?" And he pointed his body. He was like, "And I'm gonna sleep on what?" He was like, "No, I need a Tempur-Pedic mattress." <laughs> and I just laughed so hard. None I was of like, that. No, no we're gonna be one with nature. Uh-huh. He was like, "So if, if I gotta use the bathroom in the room, like, who walking me to the bathroom?" I said, "You going by yourself, fool? I'm not mm-hmm. going." Okay. I'm you like, gonna I'm pee when the sun is up. <laughs> right. but, it's amazing. I think the work that we do, and I think just for any organization or team, um, and any any employees, definitely take time, do team building projects. You mm-hmm. you get to learn about each other, things that you didn't know, and I'm excited to be a part of Voices. Yes, that is so awesome. Too. So Thank we've you. been here speaking to Voices for Children, and my girl Alicia Curtis, she's the Children's Needs Program Director of Voices for Children, and also Patty Vila, who's the Director of External Affairs, and they've been talking about Voices for children, please make sure you visit beavoice.org to find out more how you can get involved, or you can call 305-850-5162. And then also the Blue Mission, what Patty just spoke about. Check out Blue Missions. Dot org to find out more. I want to thank the both of you for coming thank to hang out with so me this much. Sunday thank morning. Thank you so much. And just keep being great and glowing and be doing the you. things that you do. Thank Girl, you so much. we appreciate much. you so much. Thank you so much. And guys, if you guys want to get involved, you know the website. Check us out. We have a back-to-school event that's coming up. We have Party for a Cause tomorrow. That would be great. If you're not busy, Supin, you can slide through. Okay. Um, so, yeah, it's, we have a lot of things, great things coming. So if you want to get involved, you want to make an impact in this world, you call us. Yes. Your girl, Super Cindy, community matters 99 jams